saw a great meme the other day that was like, um, it was uh, Padme. She was like, oh no, I have to tell this guy how we, it's, it's so wrong. We can't be together. I have to let him down easy. And then it cuts to the next scene where she's in like that dominatrix bustier with her tits up, <laughs> up, up under her chin and she looks like a total dominatrix. She's like, this is the perfect outfit to let him down. <laughs> <laughs> this, is the per- oh, was it, this is the perfect outfit to let him know I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, I rewatched episode one and two with my son the other day. And I actually really enjoyed them a lot more mm. than I remember. Yeah. yeah. And I maybe it was because I got to watch it with him and he liked kind of the the pod race and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. See, I can skip the pod race, but I love all the Naboo stuff. Yeah. Tatooine stuff's not great, but I love the Naboo like stuff. Like he was like, yeah, he laughed at the Naboo stuff and he laughed at um yeah, the pod race. So like it definitely was for his age group. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I mean, yeah, I was it, 13 the first time I saw episode yeah. one. I was yeah, uh, like too. perfect, yeah, perfect age. Like that when you listen to George Lucas and he said Star Wars is for twelve year old boys. Like yeah. that's the that's mm. the thing. And then everything else around it branches off. And I would have, yeah, nineteen ninety-nine came out in May. I would have just turned thirteen. So yeah. like it was and that was my introduction to Star Wars. I never wanted anything to do with Star Wars up until that point. And dad got through work, got premiere tickets, and took Lincoln and I, and we were fucking obsessed yeah. with it after episode one. So I've got a soft spot for the prequels. Yeah, wow. I really and now it's like I, cool to be a prequel apologist. I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, I was just like maybe naively thinking they were cool back then, but like now yeah. I'm like, yeah, see, it's fine. Like no, I hate the sequels if you want now. I think we said yeah, cool, but I they think are my... the new the new prequels, the yeah. sequels are the new prequels. The sequels are begging for like other films to be made. 15 years yeah. so that everyone can look back yeah. and go uh, you know what palpatine coming back after 30 years just because that ain't so bad anymore you know yeah. like i don't know what's gonna have to happen uh, for the that cgi happen. really aged poorly yeah like Con- so poorly yeah, given the how old, the 70s ones look awesome still mm. with the practical effects mm. even jurassic park still holds up better than a lot of you know, and that was four or five years before the prequels so, uh, that's the first time they i reckon phantom is a green lot of- screen yeah, there's a lot of. I still think that Attack of the Clones looks worse than Phantom Menace. Yeah, that's just, what, sorry, that's what I'm saying because we right. watch one and two, and the, mm. that does not hold up. The yeah. Attack of the Clones is terrible. Yeah, that's two or three Attack of the Clones. Two, two, two. Yeah, I would say three is probably my least favorite of of the prequels. I'm really yeah. I'm looking forward to rewatch rewatching it again with. Yeah, I like all the. I loved all the Geonosis stuff in episode two, and like the first time seeing like forty Jedi fighting just. Yeah. Blew my time. Yeah, that was cool. Those those cool animals that they were all riding on and shit. He but, um, I do like that line. How like George Lucas says Star Wars is for twelve year old boys because I tell you what, twelve year old boys love trade federation stuff. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, that was so convoluted. I had to just basically explain that's the emperor. He's tricking her. Yeah. He's tricking fucking that dumb alien guy to make him in charge. Yeah. What they do love though is Natalie Portman in a white midriff shirt. That's that's what Tor yeah, like. you. Yeah, well, I mean so I was, I was 16 when that came out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that at Capalaba Central Birch Carol and Coil back dear. in 2002, going to the toilet afterwards and then sort of everyone oh. coming back before we left the cinema and seeing Mark Ogden. And like we're all just looking at each other and Mark goes, well, that was um, pretty much the greatest movie I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> like, just because we were so fresh of seeing, like you said, 100 Jedi in that arena. And we were just like, yeah. that's the greatest thing ever committed to celluloid. Like it really, it is really a, is. Um, it's a weird, it was a weird time because... 
I think they made practical effects got to the point where it was, and then they're like, oh, there's this new thing coming out that's CGI. It's going to be amazing. But the problem is it's going to be amazing in 30 years, but they still yeah. went 100% with it instead of mm. just doing practical effects and doing little touches of CGI. They, well, I they do just give... went all green screen. I do give much. them credit, though, is like all the Jedi were all practical. So it's like Shark T with the big giant that looks on great. her head. Well, mm. she's practical. Um, yeah. Kit, Kit Fisto with all his fucking tentacles, like yeah. that was all practical. But yeah, it was all the background stuff, all the, yeah, the background geonosis and, stuff went, and all the games. the flying yeah. um, bug alien creatures. Guys, I never know yeah. what their names are. Geonosians. That's them. Yeah, but no, my introduction was. I think we've spoken about it before. I got prior to episode one coming out. I got the it was for Christmas, must have been ninety eight or something like that. I got mm. the re. Like the gold edition, like it was a three pack of VHS yeah. of, the, of the original trilogy. That's the first time I saw them too. Yeah, but they were the ones them. where the remastered ones. Yeah, where yeah. Lucas had added in like Jabba the Hutt in Episode One, like CGI Jabba the Hutt in Episode One. Oh, really? Yeah, where you there's that scene where he and Han yeah. have that have that scene in, at the front of the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, that was the versions that I that was the first versions that I ever saw. Oh, was, right, because yeah, I think I twelve or thirteen. I watched my granddad. VHS box set and it must have been '96 that I watched them because it was it was like an edition. It was some kind of edition. He that must might have been the pre. Like, that would have been the, the, the like the pre CGI ones, maybe. Yeah, it was. I feel like it he had he, none of that. He, yeah, he did the CGI ones sort of around the same time or just before Phantom I Menace thought... was dropping because he, he used technology from the Phantom Menace to go back in and put all extra CGI yeah. bits and pieces yeah, into that's the right. trilogy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I never saw that Jabba scene until years later. Yeah. Until to I got me, the D, till I got the Blu-rays, I think. Yeah, I always I always thought that was the original version. But the cool thing about the, the tapes I had is they had their version of special features, but it was like featurettes either side of the movie. So it's like there was like a 20 minute featurette before the movie started. And then after the credits finish, you just let the VHS tape play. Yeah. And then another featurette would pop up at the end. And it was what about the guy who was actually cast as Jabba the Heart? Oh, the big fat guy scene. wearing the fursuit. Yeah. Yeah. Does that they... scene and gets completely CGI'd out. You'll never see him. Yeah, because they realized they said in the in the um bits and pieces, it's like, well, they didn't want to have two furry creatures. And because at the time, um, when they first thought of Chewbacca, he was gonna be like the purple guy from Rebels, that Zeb, that's that's what the, the um, Wookiees were originally going to look like. They're going to be yeah, like right. purple scaly lizards. And then when they went to deciding to make them all furry, they went, oh, okay, we don't want to make Jabba's race furry as well. And then right. when he, when he got cut, he out, cut out of the film, it didn't matter. And then by the time they got to the third one, they went, oh, he's going to be a big fucking slug. And that was the problem is they did a little featurette and it was like, because he walked walk, around him. He walks around him. Yeah. So, and because he was never supposed to be a slug. So then they had to CGI, like make him step, up, yeah. step onto Jabba's tail and Jabba yeah. reacts to him to Han stepping on his tail. Yeah, that was, that's, that's a pretty awful look when you do that was terrible. It was rough. Yeah. It was rough. <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's about as good as I am at Premiere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that Simpsons episode where they cut Poochie out and he flies into space. Yeah, that's, that's it. about how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> He was an alien the whole time. <laughs> Get into geek.